0: He's come around and he's the market boomed. And the product started selling for 700, 80,0 000. yeah. So he ended up making more money than us on the site.
1: This is Property Investory, where we talk to successful property investors to find out more about their stories, mindset, and strategies. I'm Taran Shum and in this episode, we continue our conversation with Ramon Fayard, co-founder of property development company Ellison Property. Listen in as he reveals his business strategy for the future, we learn more about his influential mentors and he shares the time he lost out of hundreds of thousands of dollars due to being too eager to close a deal. Ramon and his brother have already implemented one large scale development successfully, and they won't stop there. He outlines the scale of works that are in motion for them at any given time.
0: Planning, we'd have in terms of sites, probably 25, rough 25 in planning. Um, There's some that are DA approved, some in rezoning, Uh, and then in construction, there's 2,000 probably under construction with about Probably another yeah, two thousand every year. So it's always turning, it's turning, turning through them. Um, and then we're always constantly looking for new, new sites. Um, but the whole, we always we're now what we try to do is always have five or six big sites under construction to um, so the four hundred, the five hundred units, rather than we found that in the past. You use the same amount of resources on a 500 block of units than you would on then you do on a 20 block of units so it just wasn't making sense continuing doing these 20 block units so we said let's let's cut it back instead of doing 50 20 units that's the four or five 500 unit developments and um yeah so we're just cleaning up all that but to take you through it there's a planning stage there's a cc stage and there's a construction stage so 25 projects probably in planning There'd be always about seven or eight in CC and about five under construction. and it's just the machine. It just keeps when one finishes, another starts, another gets acquired, another gets approved. So the machine just keeps keeps churning them out. And we've got the right team. Yeah.
1: And you mentioned CC, what does that mean for listeners out there?
0: Uh, CC is the construction certificate. So once you get a DA approval, it's not DA approved, start tomorrow. You've got to go through your CC, get your construction drawings ready for the boys on site. Uh, yeah, and then so that, that's that's DA, CC then construction.
1: And usually, how long does the CC period take for, for projects like yours?
0: Uh, it could again, depending on yeah, depending on the size, it could take anywhere up to probably two to three months to get a CC proper done, ready to go for construction purposes. So that's your civil drawings, that's your structural drawings. Where your DA is more just your layout and your your building design. But once you get your DA approval, then the the nitty gritty design of your yeah, steel beams, uh, RIA, all this kind of stuff needs to get in. Get involved, and that's that's the CC stage, which which is what the builders build off the CC plans, not the DA plans.
1: Having achieved a phenomenal amount in a short time, Ramon praises his team for helping to propel the company forward.
0: This is the board of the team, without you know without having like me and my brother. Yes, we're owners and co-founders, but without the team, without the heads of each department, like you wouldn't you wouldn't um, wouldn't be where we are. I always like to refer to the reference of again going back to sport. LeBron James is a big idol of mine and he's the greatest of all time in my eyes. And some people say Jordan, some people say LeBron, I'm a LeBron man. So, but he's the best today, but he still needs help. You know what I mean? Like he can't do everything on his own. He went out and got Anthony Davis from and they came together and they won a championship so I use that a lot in, in the business world. I mean you can be the best but if you don't have the right teammates around you, it's you're not going to win anything so I like to always refer back to that to the staff as well.
1: He admits that no matter how brilliant your teammates are or how much you plan and prepare, there are always setbacks.
0: Getting a refusal, a DA a, few, a refusal, sometimes a setback is like what did I do wrong, how could I have done better? Um, so it always allows you to just continue there's nothing wrong with I want to say failing but not getting your where you were we learned from it without without getting a DA refused or without getting a planning proposal refused you're not going to know how to become better the next time um, in terms of development there's maybe jumping the gun or timing hasn't has sometimes not been the best the best um, reason like I mean we one that we did sell was I'll give you an example actually yeah, I got a good one as uh, a block of apartments that we did about 300 block, 300 units um we agreed on a price for every unit with the real estate agent. So it was a minimum price that he could sell for. Um that was just us saying yes, we just, let's just sell these things. We agreed on a price, say it was 500,000 a unit is what we want. Whatever you get above that, you good, good luck. Good luck to you. This we're going 15 years ago before everything was as it is today. Um he's come around and he's the market boomed. And the Product started selling for 700 80,0. Yeah. So he ended up making more money than us on the site. So I wouldn't say we still made money. So it wasn't like it was a fail, but it was more about controlling every aspect of each business. So from, from planning all the way up to sales. It was just having that opportunity to um to learn to control not to just sign yes go and it's it's being involved in every little uh, single detail so that would be a learning lesson where now when it comes to real estate uh, and sales we're really controlling it we've got a we've got a sales manager here who will manage that never lock in prices it's always able to move subject to the market so that was one lesson where i learned that okay we need to control our own sales our own sales department um yeah that that would be a that's a, big, that's a big moment that every time I drive past that development now, I'm like, damn, it looks good. It's a great, great development. But yeah, so something like that is, and that comes back to, yeah, being involved now in every aspect of the business, not running it so much and telling them what to do, but just making sure you're across everything to make sure each department, the engine is running smoothly and
1: well-oiled. Talking about actually understanding and running, you know, like how many departments would you say you've currently got in your business at the moment?
0: uh so we've got acquisition and planning uh sales marketing uh development management property management accounts so probably six or seven and then they all and then there's obviously the construction arm, um, which runs itself but in the development arm under
1: ellison property um i'd say seven seven eight eight the finance as well too so eight departments So that's quite a lot of departments. I mean, it's no small feat. How do you actually help manage the team without, as you said, being in control? Like
0: Again, open office here. So everyone walks around, they're talking to each other. It's not, oh, you can't come into my office. But fortnightly meetings, we've got WhatsApp groups with each team. We're throwing ideas around each other. So we have fortnightly meetings, but within that fortnight, you can't wait two weeks to make a decision in this industry. So we're in a WhatsApp group. Everyone will text, "What can I do this? Can I do that?" My sales manager will say, "I've got an offer of this, but they can only pay this." Yes. So rather than wait two weeks, you're going to lose a sale. So it's just allowing people to have that freedom, but um, communication is key, and that's how we get stay on top of it. Just um, yeah, meeting meeting regularly, but talking regularly as well they kind of know what our answer is going to be just by speaking to us a lot more. Like they know where we're thinking and yeah, just catching up regularly allows them to understand us more and yeah, give them that freedom to, I actually say, sometimes um, they'll come to me and they'll say, uh, oh, this unit's 800,000. The guy can only offer 750. I'll say, go away in you know, a good way and say, you, you sort of like knowing, like giving them the opportunity to no, show me what you. Uh, giving them their responsibility, so to say, I'd say you go do it. Um, What do you think? You know what I mean. So what do you think? What do you think we should do? Rather than them just coming to me asking questions and me giving answers, I want to try to encourage them to be stronger, make their own decisions. So yeah, that's 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 a way to control it, but at the same time give them a bit of freedom. And again, you, I mean, you're gonna you're not. Not every decision is right. You're never going to make every decision not always going to be right in life. So it's more about learning from it as well if something did go wrong.
1: Coming up after the break, Ramon shares some of the most influential people in his life. People. Um, coming from nothing, starting from nothing, and yeah, just reading and understanding how they operate. We learn about a great achievement in his early life, which motivated him to become a success.
0: That was early on in my career as well. So that was one where I said, you know what, I mean, I can. Yeah, I felt like Superman after that when that got approved. So I thought nothing can stop us.
1: Ramon shares the harsh lesson his father taught him after his first successful development deal. So I'm like, I put a
0: year into this, all my hard work. It was my first DA, my little baby.
1: And that's coming up next. I'm Tyrone Shum, and you're listening to Property Investory. Ramon has come across his fair share of setbacks and non-starters but what about great achievements? He outlines one of his most memorable developments which still fills him with a great sense of pride.
0: We purchased an industrial site um, that no one else would have. Touch- no one else touched it, no one said no no I'm not developing this, it's all industrial, there's no chance of it getting rezoned to residential. So we picked it up cheap, got the rezoning through and it's now. It can be built for fifteen hundred apartments. So something like that is that—that's what I love getting. That's that's my achievement because I was in the property and acquisition. So backing yourself um, and believing in yourself, knowing that something that everyone doubted, everyone doubted—not doubted me personally, doubted the site in general—but backing myself to have the belief that I could get this done. Um, so that was a. That was early on in my career as well. So that was one where I said, you know what? I mean, I can, you know, I felt like Superman after that, when that got approved. So I thought nothing can stop us. There's been other learning lessons. I mean, just going on lessons. It's, I mean, another development earlier on where, I think it was my first DA that I did for my old man. He It was a 36-story tower, 400 units, and got it approved. I was so proud of it. And then he... Next day, not next day, I mean, it got approved, and a few weeks later, maybe a month or two later, he said, we're selling this site. I was like, what do you mean? I'm like, you don't sell sites. We build, we deliver. He's like, I've got a good offer. I'm selling it. Um, yeah, and we can move on and go and get a few more sites. I'm like, I put a year into this, all my hard work. It was my first DA, my little baby, and he flicked it. And he after he sold it, like all along, I'm like, please don't sell it. It's mine. Please don't sell it. Please." Like I said. And then he pulled me aside after that, and he goes, look, this is a lesson for you in life. You develop with your develop and go through a business with your head not your heart your heart will lead you to family and love not to say don't use your heart but when it comes to business head first and then your heart so and since that day it's just I've never fallen in love with another development not to say we don't love our developments but it's when you're doing business it's put your head head on first because if you go with your heart it's going to you're going to waste time you're going to get too involved you're not going to let it run smoothly as a business person
1: it sounds like your, your father's a loving man but also a tough businessman as well too you know
0: uh, he's donated millions to charities and back home in his country to lebanon over the years he yeah i mean a few million at least just whatever he gives he's always about he'll still know he'll go on site and he'll speak to every laborer every contractor like he'll he never forgets where he came from he came from nothing he came out here when he was 17 um had no money worked in a it's actually a funny story about it. he worked in a factory a plastic factory and only about four or five years ago he was driving past that same factory and it was for sale and he ended up buying it he bought the factory that he first worked in when he came out from lebanon so he's like that he lee he's and he's instilled it in us um he's such a genuine like he's always there he's just loving he's strong businessman though and he's tough he was tough when we were when we were young, but a, a fair tough, you know, like he wasn't um, doing anything wrong, but he just, he could sell, like he was very, he pushed us in sport, he pushed us in work and school, wanted us to do well, but yeah, I mean, without him, obviously wouldn't be here, but he's, yeah, a strong, loving, caring businessman and a family man, most for
1: His father was a massive influence in his personal and business life. Did he have any other mentors throughout the years?
0: My uncles and my grandfather, they taught us not so much development, just business, just the business mindset. Um, yeah, so I think it would be them. They were involved in property too. So they helped us um, mature and become stronger. Um, yeah, so I'd say them and from an outsider point of view, more not so much, again, business-minded people. So your your Warren Buffett's, your Richard Branson's, they're, they're inspirational people. Um, coming from nothing, starting from nothing. And, yeah, just reading and understanding how they operate. Uh, so they would be probably influences and not yeah, so much a mentor, but an influence in, yeah, letting me do, I mean, business, whether it's property, whether it's selling cars, whether it's um, in medical, finance, it's business Business has its structures and its core, its core, um, core strengths that you need. So, yeah, I just... Reading a lot more about people, reading a lot about other businessmen helped me, um yeah, help me know that anyone can do it. It can be achieved by anyone.
1: I asked Ramon, what kind of materials he read to inspire himself?
0: One of my favorite would have to be Shoe Dog, uh, Phil Knight story, the CEO and founder of Nike. Yeah, that's such a, uh, that book, I couldn't put it down. I think, I think I finished it in like three days. Like it was just so good. It was you'd Pick it up thinking it's about the Nike story, which it is, but but just from everything from from Nike to his early journey traveling around the world, getting knocked back by a certain amount of people. Um, yeah, it's just the whole the whole the whole book is just pay every page has a different twist and turn. So, yeah, it, it was a, that's one of the books I definitely recommend for any not even a business person, just anyone in general who's looking at, yeah, new like something to read. Definitely, Shoe Dog.
1: Though confident now, he wasn't always so sure-minded. What would he say to his younger self if he could go back 10 years?
0: Speak up and don't be afraid to hold back. I was a lot more um, conservative and I, was, I held back a lot when I was younger. Maybe because I was i am not sheltered a bit more, just a bit more, wasn't as confident. But ever since I started talking a bit more, uh, you learn a lot more. So a young Ramon would have said speak up earlier. Um I would have told by young Ramon, speak up earlier, don't be ashamed, don't be scared to ask a question. I mean you you may look stupid for a minute if you ask a question now but you'll look even stupider in 10 years if you didn't ask that question. So just yeah, be, be open and honest, if something's on your
1: mind, talk it, let it out. We talked about, you know, the property developments that go on for like 10 years and 15 years and so forth. You guys are very big long-term planners and stuff like that but what do you foresee Ellison property to look like in say 5 years time?
0: In 5 years, I think it would have created quite a few communities. Like I said, that's what we're trying to achieve now. Um, A development where we can be proud of, a development agency that everyone knows about, Um, the go-to property developer in Western Sydney, first and foremost. Uh, But yeah, in 5 years' time, I'd want us to not necessarily grow to thousands of staff. I think it's always better to keep it lean and agile. Um, So, I'd want it to be a well-known, well-respected brand that people are proud to say that they live in an Ellison apartment.
1: Excellent. And what about for yourself personally? What do you see for yourself in five years' time?
0: Probably married, I'd say. So I'm still seeing, I've got a girlfriend. Um, So I'd say in five years' time, subject to COVID and traveling and all this, yeah, I'd I'd say married with maybe two kids. I'll put it it at two for now. So married, two kids. uh, Yeah, and just continuing here, getting better. Just always wanting to learn. I just always want to learn and get better. and
1: Ramon is a motivated character with a strong work ethic. But is his success all down to hard work or is it also down to luck?
0: You need a combination of everything. I mean, again, yeah, I'd say majority is hard work. I mean, let, me, let me do a percentage wise. I'd say hard work would be 60%, intelligence 20%. 15 skill and five luck. That's 100, yeah? Yeah, that's 100, yeah. Uh, Yeah, I think everyone needs luck. You need luck in everything, Uh, whether it's timing, you know when the property market's going to boom. So that's part of the luck, but nothing can stop hard work. I mean, if you're committed, if you're focused, um, the hard work will then help you become intelligent and skillful. So you can't become skillful and intelligent without working hard. So I think hard work is always the key. Um, And from a young age, like, yes, we were blessed to be born into the family of business, but my parents wouldn't have given me what we have if we didn't work hard. You know what I mean? Like I wasn't the smartest kid in school. I, was, I wasn't I was 90 in my HSEs and flying colors at every test. I wasn't smart at all. So I had to find another way to become uh, more of a businessman. And that was through hard work. It was it was through working hard. It was through learning, being willing, willing willing, to learn, willing to listen, willing to understand. Yes, I came from a successful family, but it wasn't I know everything, listen to me. It was someone who was, yeah, uh, anyone I'd listen to. I I'd, I'd put myself on the same level as all my friends. There was never a time where I thought I'd better than anyone. So, um, yeah, I'd say hard work and hard work, intelligence, skill, and luck.
1: Thank you so much to Ramon Fayard for taking the time to speak with me on Property Investory. And if you love the show and are ready to get serious about investing your money to get a low risk high return, then SMS me your name and email address on 0499881040 to become a money partner. Right now there are great opportunities in the property market and I'm looking for money partners who want to invest their money for a short six months. To register interest, text me your name and email address on 0499881040.